Hey, Brendan. Yes, Steve. I've been thinking, what about if we start our own podcast for Geekspeak, but, you know, to, to help out the other guys, to add on to what they're already doing? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, but, you know, like in ours, there'll be no Todd. Yeah. And no Wade. Yeah. And no Pants. Yeah. Wait, what? Welcome to Geek Speak Sidekick, your new companion piece to our regular podcast, Geek Speak Live. I'm your host, Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I am Geek Speak's Batman and Bond correspondent, Brendan. Well, actually, on that note, Batman Bond correspondent, Brendan. They're my two, uh, my two little niches. Well, if we're going to be doing our own podcast, you're going to have to step up your game a little, aren't you? Yes, You're going to have to venture true. out of the Batman and Bond world. I am. I, I do venture out a little bit, but they're my two... My two main topics that I, I know very much about. Yeah, we, we will sort you out yet. We're not taking over. We're not, we're not taking over, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd have our asses handed to us <laughs> if we did. But we're just here to bring, help bring a bit more coverage on the latest news, reviews, everything we can find geeky. Yeah, just sort of, a, like as it says, a little companion piece to the podcast. Just something something a bit extra yeah. for all our, all our listeners out there. Which is why we called it Sidekick. And I know what you're thinking, Sidekicks are... Oh, the little guys, it's like, well, no, sidekicks are the ones that do all the work, aren't they? Well, they they help out their they help out their bosses when they're in trouble. <laughs> they help they help lighten the load. Is uh, how I look at it. Yeah, I, I heard lighten the load, and my mind went elsewhere. <laughs> See, Todd's here in spirit, but uh, no, we're going to be bringing you news reviews each week, and. They're not going to be long episodes. We're not going to take too much of your time. Yeah, you won't need to set aside an hour or so of your time to listen to these. We're going to keep them short and precise. You know, yeah. maybe quarter of an hour thereabouts, twenty minutes tops. Nice couple and of short times and a week. Sweet. Short and sweet, just like us. Well, me, Steve is the tallest of the Geese Beat crew. Yeah. Um, but yeah, short and sweet. Yeah. So, kicking it off in news, yes, J- June Comics. It was a big month oh. for comics. Very, very big in terms of DC. Yeah. Um, well, it's always Marvel DC are uh, your lion's share of the sales and whatnot. But yeah, three, three big titles, two new, two one, new titles, Superman Unchained, uh, which was I thought was fantastic, but of course timed to perfection with release for mm. Man of Steel that came out obviously and, last you know, month. Scott Snyder coming into that from Batman. He, he's already made me a Batman reader and now he's bringing me back into Superman. Jim Lee's artwork, beautiful. You bring me into anything. Yeah, ooh. Hello. <laughs> it's, well, it's like me with Jeff Johns. Um, you had Batman Superman, number one. Yes, which we will talk about a little later in this episode. Yes, we will uh, mixed be reviewing reviews that. There. Uh, we've got Batman's new story arc, Zero yes, Year. Zero Year kicked off this month, well, last month now, with... Mm. Uh, Issue 21 of Batman. And also Age of Ultron finally wrapped up with issues 9, 10, and even the companion 10 AI, which was a little uh, closer for it all. And we'll be bringing you a review of that one as well. Can't wait. Um, now, in other news, so, you know, a bit of Marvel DC going on right now. We might yes. keep going with that theme. You've found a little bit of a thing about a comic book cover. Yes, the uh, the Dark Knight Returns, the uh, famous Frank, Frank Miller, Miller comic yep. from uh, the late 80s. His pens and ink drawing of the cover from issue two, um, you know, that, that famous image of sort of the bulky Batman rising out of the mud with his costume in tatters and everything. Looks like a big fat bastard. That's the one, yes. Yep. Um, it's going on auction uh, later this month in um, Dallas oh, over there in America. How much is that fetching? Well, it's or to be sold to an expected price of US five hundred thousand dollars. That is for Australian dollars five hundred 
sorry, $549,571. That's insane, because that's the kind of price you would expect on, you know, your issue ones of comics from the 60s and the 70s. Not not Dark Knight Returns. Well, that That was the 80s. That was 86. But speaking of that, um, at the same auction, there is also going to be a 9.2 graded copy of Batman number one from 1940. That's the famous famous cover of Batman and Robin swinging in on their bat ropes. Um, It's expected to fetch... uh, Well, a a similar copy sold for $850,000 US last year. So that's big bucks right there. I wonder if I wonder if my copy of Superman Unchained number Ooh, one will, in a, in a will fetch years. that price. In I a remember couple used of to years. getting issue ones of Thunderbolt and Deadpool and stuff back in the nineties, thinking they'll be worth a heap one day. And no, no, they're really not. No. Now you mentioned Robin. Yes. Big news out. Uh, well, it's today now as we're recording this. It may not be the same as when you're listening to it, but no. big news about Robin. Uh, Damien, now, for the regular listeners to the Geek Speak Live show... Spoilers. We'll give you one, two, three. We'll know that uh, (laughs) I'm not a big fan of Damien Wayne. Damien Wayne. Nor Grant Morrison, for that matter. I wish he'd have died along with Damien in the comics. However, um, later in the year, around October, DC are going to be launching a four-part miniseries called Damien, Son of Batman. Um, It's going to be written and drawn by Andy Cubitt, and... It's essentially going to be uh, a possible future that may never be, uh, oh, where okay. Damien takes over the mantle of the Bat. Ooh, kind of a Marvel's What If tale, but in the DC universe. Kind of. So, I mean, for a lot of people out there um, who were fans and are fans of Morrison and liked Damien, like I said, I was not one of these people. He so was a I, cocky little bastard. He was a little cock, in my opinion. <laughs> um, I will not be picking up this 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 miniseries, but. Um, yeah, it's it's coming. So in, in October, the, the Morrison fans can go nuts. Uh, you, you, yeah, because Morrison, that's a bit of a cause for contention amongst the Geek Speak crew. It is. I think it, in some ways it's like Frank Miller too. You either love it or hate yeah. it. Yeah. Or Jim Lee. Yeah, well... Hey. <laughs> but uh, getting away from uh, Batman Superman news, a uh, little piece that came out the other day from Nintendo uh, is that PAX... In the Penny Arcade Expo in Melbourne. Now this is, this is your domain, this so is, yeah, this, is, this I'm, is all you. I'm going to this, and this was a nice little surprise. They will be hosting the Pokemon Video Game Australian National Championships. Now... Are you going to play? Oh, no. I, I've, I'm not, I've never been a competitive battler. Okay. I tried it recently. Out of about 10 matches, I barely won two. Like, okay. Yeah, it, it, it's some serious business. If it was a Pokemon food-eating challenge, oh. however... <laughs> I don't think I could eat my Bulbasaur, but <laughs> but no, I'll be checking it out because uh, you know this is the this is the big leagues and mm-hmm. the p- people who win these uh, divisions, the junior, seniors, and masters, they're getting all expenses paid trip to the Pokemon Video Game World Championships. Wow! In Vancouver, excellent. And packs being sold out. They have been running events uh, for people who want to try get along to it. They've already run Brisbane, Melbourne, and Perth. Mm-hmm. They've got one coming up in Adelaide at the ABCon Anime and Video Game Convention uh, next Saturday, the 13th of July. Yeah. And Sydney at Crystal Palace Lunar Park on Sunday, 14th of July. Mm -hmm. And if you win those ones, you'll get to go along to the Australian Championships in Melbourne. Okay. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing it. Some of the battles can go... They can go for half an hour. Okay. It's... 
I've never seen Pokemon I've never seen a Pokemon battle in my life. Oh, I'm gonna have to educate you, my son. <laughs> Pokemon X and Y coming out in October. More and more news coming out from that every day. But away from news, let's get into some reviews. Yes. Alright, well, Batman Superman number one. Now, didn't this used to be called Superman Batman? Pretty sure it did. It used to be called Superman Batman. Um, written by Jeff Loeb back in yep. the day. Um, Had the cool logo with the bat symbol did, and the S did. in the middle. Yep, yep. This, this relaunch I was very excited about um, because... Because this I, is a as, new 52 title. Yeah, as I've said um, on the Geekspeak Facebook page and in the podcast, I've been wanting to pick up a couple of Superman comics with my monthly pull list, but the relaunch in the new 52... Nothing impressed me. I thought it was very uh, dreary. I've dropped a lot of titles that started off well and just went nowhere. And, and I mean, Plus obviously... all the creative changes. Action Comics as well was one that everybody raved about. I did read the first couple of issues, I must admit, but again, it was Grant Morrison. Both so, Supermans, I think I got about nine issues in before I dropped them. Yeah, but, but this one I was excited about because it also obviously includes my favourite character, who has top billing now. It's mm-hmm. Batman Superman. Um, yeah, a little bit disappointing for, well, for, you've got, for me. Well, for creatively, you've got Greg Pak writing, Jay Lee, Jay Lee on illustrations. And there's also some art in there by Ben Oliver, I think, as mm. well. But, uh, I don't know. I I found the issue to be, I did, flat out to begin with, I didn't like the art. I know, I mean, I know some people listening to the show will be like, yeah, but you just like Jim Lee. No, not at all. Like, I like Greg Capullo. I'm, I'm warming to Greg Capullo, I must admit. I, I can enjoy any comic art, really. I don't focus on it as much as other people do. But this one just really didn't grab me. I felt it was really obscure. And, and for me, it pulled me out of the story instead of immersing me in it. And I'm with you on that. I'm, I'm a fan of Jay Lee's artwork. He did uh, Dreamwave's Transformers G.I. Joe crossover a few uh, many, many years back now. Yeah. And... It's very... There's a mysticism about his artwork. Yeah. It's very gothic. And it really worked for... It was hard to try to tell a lot of the robots apart, which I also found in this, mm-hmm. because there's a part where Batman, his outfit has changed, his costume. Yes. And I was like, what? It has? I feel Jay Lee's artwork, it works well with the Batman character. You've got this dark, gothic nature about him with the long, flowing coke and Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Bringing Superman into it... Given the story, I'm not going to spoil it for you, but there were parts where it's like he, he was able to emphasise the the power and ferocity of Superman. Yes. But I found too, sometimes when the art didn't work, you were drawn out of the story. And because the story is a bit of a, hey, wait a second, what's going on here? Yeah, I'll get to that in a minute. It got a bit confusing, so I... The artwork didn't help simplify what was going on in the tale. Yeah, I I found the end of it as well, pretty much the whole last quarter of it. It I know I know they're doing it to try and hook you in to get the next issue, and to a degree it's worked with me because I am gonna get the next issue just to see where it goes. But if the next issue doesn't really improve upon this one, I may not bother getting the third. But instead of the end leaving me um enthusiastic with like a bit of a twist or wanting really really wanting to come back for more i was left more confused going well i don't really get where they're going with this but i guess i should pick up the next issue i to thought find the same out. thing you, you it left a lot of questions and you're like yeah. well, i kind of want to read the next one to see where it's going 
Yeah. Only because I was so confused. Mm-hmm. I mean, the best example of a, a great finish to a comic for me would be issue one of Batman in the New 52 oh. with, with Snyder and Capullo, where that very last page where the Bat computer identified the, the, the so-called killer... As a, um, well, again, spoiler-free, spoiler, but as two a years, particular two years, two years old, so fair warning. But, you know, that last page revealed that the killer was apparently Dick Grayson. Yep. So that, for me, was like, holy shit. Like, I, that I leaves you hooked. I can't wait for the next issue, whereas now it'll be like, oh... Well, I'd never regularly collected a Batman story. Mm-hmm. I had Hush. Todd got me into that. Yep. Uh, but it was Snyder and Capullo that got me reading Batman. And yeah, you're right. It really left you wanting more. Whereas Batman Superman number one, you're only really wanting more just to see, well, wait, what the hell's going on? Yeah. And I'm afraid it may, you know, there may be a part of the new 52 curse where it's going to get about six to ten issues in and I'm yeah. just going to drop it because yeah. it's well, not interesting Well, if it stays anymore. like this, I don't know if I'll get, like I said, I may not even get issue three. But I mean, I know too, it's a hard task. They have to, I guess, compete with to a degree. Um, I mean, that first Superman-Batman story arc, like I said, written by Jeff Loeb, I mean, oh, it's... A, public, it's it made a, it made a, they made a movie of it. I mean, it's, a, it's a classic, mm. classic Superman-Batman story. The movie's fantastic as well. So this had a lot, a lot of, I, I guess, expectation. I mean, yeah. I, I had that expectation going into it, and for me, it just didn't quite deliver. Yeah. Well, out of five, what are we going to give Batman Superman number one, the Geek Speak rating? Um, for me, just because I want to be optimistic about the future, mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a, th- a three. Yeah. Just because I, I want it to get better, and I'm willing it to get better. I'm the same. I was giving this a three. I love the artwork. Sometimes it did get a bit confusing. The story is a little over the shop, but you're still wanting more just to find out what that is. Mm. It's not a brilliant comic. It's not a terrible comic. So no, I've read worse. Look at that. Batman Superman number one of the new DC's New 52. Three out of five on the Geek Speak rating. Moving on, Zero Year. Yes. That has started. So what's this? Issue 21 of issue, Batman. Issue 21 of Batman was the introduction to Zero Year. Um, again, written by Scott Snyder, art by Greg Capullo. God, I want his man babies. <laughs> um, yeah, I think a lot of people do. Um, I, I, I this, this story I did like. It... For those of you who don't know, it's essentially t- um, back in the days of comics where you have Batman Year One in the eighties, which again a have Frank done Miller. a film uh, yes. about as I well. I mean, and that that for me that was the comic that got me back into comics. Todd got They've me done with a lot of characters. Green Arrow has had a Year One. Yes, yeah. And I, this is the first year of them being a superhero. Yeah, and Batman Year One is again a legendary story. Um, they made it canon with the the DC. Continuity. Yep. Um, that's that's why they did it. It was to retell and then kind of um, shat on it with yeah, the new fifty-two. Was to, yeah. Well, that's the thing. The new fifty-two took year one out of continuity. Mm. So this zero year is Scott Snyder um, telling the story, the origin story of Batman. Kind of a bit of a retcon. Yeah, within the new fifty-two, because with the new fifty-two when it launched, Batman was was already developed and formed and operating whereas a lot of the other superheroes were still or basically beginning because it was the start of the new 52 batman Apart from Ju- in justice league they started that off with yeah. him at the beginning batman was way. was established and known before superman hmm. in the new 52 so this is going back in time telling the story of of how batman begins 
within the new 52. Ooh. Um, Ooh, Batman, look at that little Nolan nod yeah. there from our Batman correspondent, <laughs> Brendan Lowe. Um, and this issue, yeah, it, it's been a couple of weeks since I read it, but I found it I found it was good. It was... I mean, it was Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo telling, telling yeah. a Batman story. There's, you can't really go wrong with it, in my opinion. No, they've been doing a great run with the 21 issues so far. I'm looking forward to this. The prelude to Zero Year was interesting. Yeah. Uh, because And because you're going backwards, it's a whole new tale. You're like, well, what's going on here? Because it's this whole origin that, again, leaves you a bit confused as to, okay, well, who's this character? Who's that? But this one is you're really wanting to know more because you know with these guys on board they're going to yeah. knock it out of the ballpark. I mean, there's a, there's a section of this this story that um, tells you basically where the giant penny comes from. It mm. doesn't tell you how Batman gets it. Eventually didn't didn't in the say Batcave. anything about it, but when you see it, you you're see like, it. Ooh, and okay. I mean, there's just little nods to things. Where you're like, well, that's got to mean something. Yep. I mean, one of the buildings, essentially the top of the building, looks like Batman's cowl. Um, Bruce, Little Easter eggs. Yeah, Bruce in the story wears a hat that has an R on it. That's essentially the Robin logo. Yeah. You know, there's a, sh- a shot of a car that looks like a, a very early Batmobile. I mean, there's all all little nods in there that, knowing these guys and the way they tell the story, you, you know it's all going to come mm. together, and it's not in there just for shits and giggles. It's going to mean something. Geek speak rating out of five. Uh, four and a half. Yeah. See, I'm giving this one about a three and a half because it is a brilliant book. But, you know, we're only just starting it. We haven't been given too much. Yeah. I don't want to give... This may be something I'll uh, give a, I'll give a mark on once it's collected as a trade for the whole story. As a standalone issue, oh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But three and a half. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, again... This know, is going to get very David and Margaret at the movies, <laughs> isn't it? Being, being Batman, for me, it's obviously yeah. already going to have one star advantage over every, over everything else anyway, so... A contentious three and a half to four and a half out of five for Batman number 21, this first chapter of Zero Zero Year. Year. Now, moving away from DC, Marvel. Now, I don't believe you've been reading this, but I have been reading Age of Ultron. Okay, I've I've heard about it. Now, one of the reasons I was reading... Is this the one that came out in the black bag? I can't remember. I get all mine digitally. Okay. Now, this was the one that it's a tale of Ultron's taken over the world killed a slew of superheroes, mm-hmm. and they've got to fix it. Okay. Well, they've got, like... It literally is the end of the world for these people. And a bit of a daring, there's a bit of time travel in here. Don't want to give too much away, but they just finished it up last month with issues 9 and 10. I just read the other day issue 10 AI, which is a kind of companion piece after the end, just wrapping up a particular character. Because yeah. Ultron, as some of you may know, was created by Dr. Henry Pym. A.K.A. Ant-Man, A.K.A. Okay. Giant-Man, Goliath, Yellow Jacket. His greatest accomplishment is a murderous, genocidal AI robot. Okay. So, look, it started off brilliantly. I was so hooked. This was a book that I was just... The little shocks and turns and, oh my god, I can't believe it's actually that character that's been doing it. Wait, no, that's a lie. It's this. Mm-hmm. The first time they try fix it, I feel that's where the the quality of the tale dropped for me. Yeah. I suddenly got uh, a little disinterested. It was too... too fantastic. Yeah. Too fantastic cool, if you will. Too fantasy-based. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then when they fixed it up, they wrapped it up nicely. So it's... If you're looking at the series as a whole, starts off well, kind of drops, finishes on a high note, and then the companion piece, which is all about Henry Pym, 
that is actually one of the best books I've read in recent times. Okay. It was fantastic. I'm not going to go too much into it. Check it out for yourself. Age of Ultron, out of five, I'm giving it the official Geek Speak rating. I'll give it a four. Okay. It, it left you hanging. It left you wanting more. It had some brilliant artwork. The creative team had a list longer than my arm. So You have long arms. I do have long arms. So <laughs> there were plenty of ways that this could have gone wrong because yep. so many people are involved. Ah, and like that, a Green Lantern that, movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's the fundamental flaw there. But Age of Ultron, issues 1 through 10 AI, 4 out of 5. And be sure to check out, they've got a lot of books coming out of that, like Son of Ultron, I believe it's called. Can't remember, I've only read okay. one issue. Really need to get up. Just quickly, before we wrap up and move on from comics, I just wanted to throw in, um, I think it was two days ago? Yep. The first issue um, of Batman 66 was, oh. re- was released digitally. Now, this is a new comic series that is based on and set in the world of the Adam West Batman TV show from 60s. You just got um, a comic boner, didn't you? Oh, well. <laughs> um, it, it came out digitally, but uh, the first print issue, which I think is going to collect the first couple of digital stories, comes out in about a fortnight from memory. I think it's around the 14th or 18th or something of July. So when that comes out, because I'm a, I, I am not a digital comic buyer, when that issue comes out, I will be reviewing the shit out of it on this show. All right, well, so we stay look, tuned. We look forward to it. And for more of your Geek Speak needs, be sure to check us out at facebook.com forward slash geekspeaktv, youtube.com forward slash geekspeakaustralia, at geekspeakau on Twitter. Until the next episode, I'm your host, Geek of All Trades, Steve Muller. And I am the person who has to learn more geeky stuff, Brendan. Geek out. And that's about it, I do believe. Yes. We're taking over the world. (laughs) Taking over our own show.